0: you awesome.
1: Anybody raises a question about this new CBO score. It is a fake score about a f- bill that doesn't exist, uh, and we should really focus on the actual bill everybody's uh, going to vote on and considering in Congress right now.
0: There have been some recent polls that show that quite a few Americans have some questions about the current mental fitness. So, what's your response to that? I think that's ridiculous. Freedom is back in style. Welcome America trapped behind enemy lines. Day number one twenty-five. This is the Sean Hannity show, and I know it's hard for you to tell that there's any difference. I sound so much like my good friend Sean, but uh, Sean has a guest host and it's it's I'm not really Sean. I know you were confused, but but no, this is Louie Gohmert, and I am delighted to be guest hosting for my dear friend. And when I say dear friend, I'm talking about a dear friend. I mean, for heaven's sake, it's been uh, August of last year, nearly a year and a half ago, uh, that I was tested and found positive for COVID. And I still believe that's it because it was caught before I even had any symptoms. It helped dramatically. But I'm telling you, Sean called me seven days in a row to see how I was, you know, did I need anything? He tried to help get anything I needed. I mean, when I say dear friend, I'm talking dear friend. But this is Louis Gomert, and I'm delighted to be with you. We got a great show today, but uh, we got some things to cover in the interim. Uh, for example, um, some of us are still getting beat up by the lamestream media, the alt-left media, used to be the mainstream media, now they're really alt-left, but uh, for objecting to the electors on January 6th of 2017. And just so people are reminded, because you sure don't get this from the, the alt-left media, but uh, on January 6th of 2017, oh, I'm sorry, we objected January sixth, twenty twenty one, this year. But um, I was looking at an article, January sixth of twenty seventeen. Uh, a Democrat named Jim McGovern uh, rose and objected to the electors from the state of Alabama. He said the electors were not lawfully certified, especially given the confirmed and illegal activities engaged by the government of Russia. Now, folks. You know, Yes, Jim McGovern is a liberal, but I don't think he would have said that unless he believed it. There's the crud coming out of the Intelligence Committee uh, apparently had convinced a bunch of, of Democrats that there was a Russian conspiracy, there was an effort by Russia to uh, help Trump win the election, and actually the Russians were helping both sides. They want more than anything to see America divided. Uh, Then five minutes later, uh, Representative Jamie Raskin, who is upset that we objected to electors that were in controversy January 6th of 2021, he objected uh, to Florida, to 10 of Florida's 29 electoral votes. And then it was one minute later, uh, Democrat Representative Pramila Jayapal, she objected to George's vote certificate. And uh, then that was six minutes later, Representative Barbara Lee of California objected and said that uh, the Russian hacking was the problem. And she said, people are horrified by the overwhelming evidence of Russian interference in our election. That was her quote. When actually they were horrified uh, because they were being told by the chairman of the Intelligence Committee that there was Russian hacking and Russian interference. Uh, So it wasn't actual evidence. It was the head of Intelligence Committee, Democrat, telling everybody he was sure there was lots of evidence that um, that Russia stole the election for Donald Trump. Turns out none of that was true. So then we had at 123, Sheila Jackson Lee, representative from Texas, she objected. And then um, at 128, that was when Representative Raul Grijalva uh, rose and objected to North Carolina's electorals and Then uh, Representative Jackson Lee tried to object to votes again. Um, Anyway, there were lots of objections, including from California's Representative Maxine Waters. Uh, She objected to the certification of George W. Bush's 2000 election. Um, So anyway, you know what? These woke corporations that – are going after people that objected, uh, legitimate objections, legitimate concerns, uh, which also brings to mind uh, somebody had sued the vice president. Even though he was a friend, uh, he had taken the position that the only thing you can do to count ballots is just count whatever's there. Well, you try to tell him that to a county clerk that's responsible for counting the ballots We've seen this over and over. There are ballots that have to have judgment decisions made, which are legitimate, which are not. So some were saying, no, it says you count the ballots. You don't get to determine what is a legitimate elector. Well, those same people would have to say that since the Constitution says that uh, the Senate would advise and Mm -hmm. consent on the president's nominees, That means they can never dissent. They always have to consent. But actually, the power to consent also means the power not to consent. And so we had some people that were not understanding, and I felt like a good resolution, and we were proposing this behind the scenes. Look, it does say we got to start on January 6th, so start. Uh, You could take the position with the states that had electors in controversy Um, we've started on January 6th. We've done all but these states that are in controversy, and we're not going to make the decision which electors should be counted, considered. So we're going to recess, let it go back to these states, and then the state legislatures tell us which are the actual proper electors, where to count. But uh, anyway, that's not what happened, and... But you should know there there was uh, method to the madness, trying to get a reasonable uh, workout on all of that. So also, uh, you can't help but notice, man. There's great news about the numbers from the flu season uh, that started September twenty eighth of twenty twenty and ended May twenty second of twenty twenty one. If you look at prior going back to 2010, 11, uh, there were 2018, 2019, 34,000 deaths uh, from the influenza. The year before, there were 61,000. Before that, 38,000. You go back clear to 2010 and to, to 2011, 37,000 deaths that year from influenza. Well, the great news about last year's influenza there were only 1,675 deaths from the flu. Isn't that great news? Holy cow. Uh, And we got a report from the CDC. How in the world could it drop from like 61,000 deaths from the influenza to 1,675? That's pretty amazing. Well, what they say officially on their website is, Uh, The mitigation measures from COVID, such as wearing face masks, staying home, hand washing, school closures, reduced travel, increased ventilation, physical distancing, that's likely what uh, caused the big decline in flu incidents, hospitalizations, and deaths in the last flu season. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that just wonderful? So there's good news. Uh, Flu has all but disappeared as a result of the efforts at going after COVID, so um, we've got some great guests that are going to be on the show. We're going to be taking calls, and so please write it down if you don't have it. If you don't have it on speed dial, put it on the speed dial: eight hundred nine four one Sean. That's eight hundred nine four one seven three two six. And we're going to get into um, the January six situation. We're going to get into uh, testing and the vaccinations, and we're going to hear from the guy that discovered, that created, invented the, the mRNA uh, biolog- biological approach to vaccines. He's going to be on the show, and we're going to finish with uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. Uh, he has some amazing things. He did incredible documentation on his new book, We'll have him on. We'll have Julie Kelly, Nick Cersei. There's other folks, but we're also going to have you. So get it down in Speed Dial, 800 941 7326, 800 941 Sean, and we'll be right back and take your calls. Anarchy's on right now. This is the Sean Hannity Show. I'm Louie Gomer sitting in for Sean. And uh, we'll go right to the phones. We've got Aaron in Louisiana. Aaron, welcome to the Sean Hannity Show. And I'm Louie. Hi. Um, you were just talking about how um, the flu has basically right. disappeared. And Aaron, and- you understand that uh, uh, in the South, we are known for being a little bit sarcastic at times, right? <laughs> Right. Yeah. So I was being very sarcastic because it's ridiculous to think the flu went down that much. And then for them not to say the obvious answer is, well, yeah, Congress made it much more monetarily beneficial to claim somebody has COVID than they have the flu, because if they've got COVID, there's all kinds of extra money that comes flowing into the healthcare facility. And if it's just regular flu, there's no extra money for them. So uh, it's kind of a shame that the CDC didn't have enough, uh, uh, well, it's either intelligence or it's enough uh, integrity to say, look, the truth is, flu didn't go down that much. A lot of COVID cases had to have been the influenza. Don't you if figure? Mask, I'm sorry. If the mask and social distancing helped the flu go away, it would have also let COVID go away as well. Yeah. Because the mask can't differentiate which virus it's going to let through. Well, I'm not sure. I think some some of these uh, masks, you know, the little fabric, masks, uh, maths, they they may be able to differentiate. And let me say for the liberals out there, that was sarcasm. That's right. sarcastic, okay, because I have a lot of trouble with liberal press that they can't determine when I'm being sarcastic and not being, but you get it, right? No, yeah, I get it, because, yeah, because it's, it's ridiculous. CDC, yes. you know. If if it worked for the flu, then it would work for COVID. But that, Aaron, that is such a great point. Yeah, and it does. That's not what worked for the flu, and it is not working. Has not worked for uh, COVID nineteen. If it did, then Florida would be in huge trouble with massive uh, new cases coming up and places like New York and California that have been so shut down, uh, places like Australia, they would, uh, they would be doing great. But it's, it's amazing. It's just the opposite. Uh, exactly. and, and we're going to have Dr. Malone on, but one of the points that has really got him upset about is this push to inoculate children. Because uh, one of the things he is, he set out was that uh, you should, since children are not harmed hardly at all, uh, most children are hardly harmed if they get COVID, you want them getting COVID because that's going to get you to herd immunity much more quickly. If I understand Dr. Malone's uh, position, I think that's his point. And yet we're doing just the opposite. We're going to change the RNA of little children, when we haven't had a study that tells us just how dramatic the changes can be to their lives, uh, that that's just crazy. But if you look at Dr. Fauci's history, and, and Robert Kennedy gets into this in his book, you know, going back to research on AIDS, where they were taking, you know, orphan AIDS babies, uh, mainly black babies, and just using them for all kinds of hideous experimentation. Uh, You know, that's it's a bit sadistic, really. But uh, anyway, Aaron, we appreciate your call. Glad you're listening to The Sean Hannity Show, and I appreciate you very much. Let's go to Karen in South Carolina. Oh. I'm told we don't have enough time. Well, we'll come back and go to Karen in South Carolina. But stay tuned. This is this is the Sean Hannity Show. And uh, I was mentioning Dr. Malone. Uh, you need to hang on. He's going to be at the top of the, this next hour. Uh, just some breathtaking things you'll find out from the man that created the MRNA technology. They, come on back. This is The Sean Hannity Show. I'm Louie Goldman sitting in. state this is the sean hannity show this is the sean hannity show this is louis Gomert sitting in for my friend sean hannity and the number to call in is 800-941-SEAN that's 800-941-7326 and we have uh, karen on the line let's go to karen in south carolina karen welcome to sean hannity show Hi, Louie. Thank you so much for taking my call. Of and I, I just want to say I appreciate Senators uh, senators like you and Rand Paul and um, Ron Johnson for keeping this COVID unfairness um, in the forefront. Um, but I wanted to bring to your attention, um, you may have heard, um, what's going on at the U.S. Merchant Marine Academy. Yeah, and it's actually, Karen, it's going on everywhere. We're, we're hearing it, it uh, from... Uh, yeah, heard it from people in the different academies Air Force, Army, Navy. Uh, this is pretty widespread. And right. so, what I haven't heard is anybody who filed and requested a religious exemption or any kind of exemption having any exemption whatsoever granted. Uh, exactly. So, it, it makes it rather illusory. When they say we have exemptions, we'll consider religious exemptions. Well, that means if you really believe uh, it's a matter of your religious beliefs, you're the only one that can know that. And uh, yet we have a government that is powerful enough and insensitive enough to constitutional rights that – federal, state, local, would say, you know what? We're not going to allow churches to meet. You can't go to your church or synagogue. Uh, You can go to the liquor store and drink your troubles away, but we're not going to allow you to come together with people like-minded religious beliefs. So uh, that's what's really amazing. And then to have the situation, I I would love to hear from anybody if you know of somebody's uh, exception, religious exemption, being granted in any service, yeah. in any academy. I would love to know that because I have not heard of a single one being granted. And the people we've heard from that are in the academies, in the military, uh, the different branches, they say nobody is getting any exemption granted. So that's pretty ridiculous. That means there are no yeah. exemptions. They say there are, yeah. but they're not, and the Constitution would allow for them. And it just shows you how far off the Constitution that we have come. Very tragic. But thank you, Karen. Yeah. Thanks for paying attention and, and noting that. Um, so, we, uh, let, let me follow up on that. Um, and, and by the way, um, I'm a lowly legislator in the House of Representatives. Uh, and I appreciate the promotion. Some would say demotion, but I would say it's a promotion. Uh, but hey, uh, you senator. Yeah. Hey, Linda. How Linda. are you? Well, I'm doing better when I hear you.
1: I'll tell well, you, I I heard her call you senator, and I was like, I thought he was running for something else, but okay, I'll take the senator. <laughs> right. I mean, listen, I said to Sean yesterday, and he was like, you know, we we go back and forth on this quite a bit because my whole thing is. I would rather have a Democrat than a rhino senator or congressman any day of the week, you know, so we need Mm -hmm. more people like you, you know, to get all these jerks out. And it would be amazing to have somebody like you in the Senate. We're grateful to have you as a congressman, obviously, and have been for many years now. And obviously, you know, you're a service member, you're a a Jaguar officer. I mean, it's like, you know, the credentials are just insane. I mean, we can't even get Maxine Waters to keep her mask on. So, you know, it's it's the little things that we're grateful for this Christmas season. But I do, I want everybody to know who you are and -hmm. where they can find out about you. Because just a heads up, you know, they know where Sean is. They listen to Sean every day. They know his website. But, you know, I want you giving out your Twitter, your Facebook so that people can know where they can get real information from a true congressman that knows the legislative process, understands the Constitution, and can actually tell us what our rights are, specifically when it comes to what's happening with these vaccine mandates that are completely out of
0: control. They are out of control, and thank you for the question. And uh, listeners, you know, Sean has had me guest host this show many times, and there are times when Linda, at the end of the show, has put up a page on the glass between us and – Give out your website. It's very uh, subtle, you know. It's, yeah, it's kind of like a subtle. brick. Yeah. It's good. So, anyway, I am running for attorney general in Texas, and I know I've heard from a lot of people that say, well, we wanted to keep you in Washington. Look, this was not an easy decision, but I've, I feel like, oh, and, you know, I've been winning with about three-fourths of the votes in East Texas. They're just wonderful, common-sense people. But... uh our country's in trouble and no Republican can win the presidency in these days and times, unless they win Texas. And I want to go back and make sure that things are fair and proper in Texas. So, um, I'm running for attorney general and there's three people running the incumbent and, um, the, uh, let's say former Supreme court justice, Eva Guzman and George P Bush, um, There'll probably be a runoff, and I know that people have been told, oh, no, Gohmert getting in means it's going to throw it to George P. Bush. I didn't get in this to uh, throw it to somebody else. Uh, that's being spread by people that are liars, and that's one of the reasons I want to uh, be the new attorney general. We're going to face things uh, head-on with truth. And so anyway, you can go to Gohmert, dot net. G O H M E R T dot net, not dot com dot net, and uh, that's the website. And uh, man, I need all the help I can get as people. And let me me
1: ask you something, Congressman, if you don't mind. Do you feel like a big part of your decision here has been so much of what we've seen in election integrity? is it is it like a combination of like missing the law missing seeing the law being carried out i mean what what is it about that position of attorney general because it's such an important role yeah i don't think a lot of people understand how much that decision that vote counts and how much it affects every state well
0: especially in a state where uh the four biggest counties are completely controlled by democrats you've got to have somebody that's uh, watching out for the state and is going to make sure that laws are followed. Now, we got a bad uh, decision out of the Texas High Court of Criminal Appeals, but uh, that's got to be fixed, and that's one of the things that uh, I will be advocating regardless, uh, that we've got to have the legislature uh, first thing in 2023 or if there is uh, another special session uh, we got to make sure that the attorney general has the power to uh, clean things up, be the new sheriff in town and get things done. And I know a lot of people think, oh, this guy was so good in Texas. He's the one that sued the swing stakes. Well, I'd been talking to the attorney general in Louisiana, Jeff Landry was in Congress with me a couple of days before our attorney general filed uh, against the swing states. And uh, as Jeff was saying, look, you know, we we need somebody to sue the swing states because they were acting unconstitutionally. They had somebody other than the legislature in their state change election law. And we sure don't want Texas to file it because you had laws, election laws changed by other than the legislature. So, you know, you wouldn't have clean hands to go in and sue. So we need – and we thought – Perhaps Alan Wilson, great attorney general over in South Carolina, would be the one to file it. But before that could happen, our Texas attorney general filed it, which doomed the lawsuit. It got him a lot of great uh, publicity nationwide, including with the president. And I talked to the president last summer because I'd heard he was going to endorse the – might endorse the incumbent. And I I encouraged him not to endorse anybody because I might get in the race – And there are a lot of problems he didn't know about, that when your top seven people leave your office and send a letter to, uh, well, some quit, some were fired, but these were people of integrity, and they sent a letter to the FBI saying our boss is engaged in bribery, abuse of uh, office, and, and corruption. Well, that doesn't look good, and that's being investigated despite what's being said by people in that office, and they're saying all kinds of things. Well, look, we know this Department of Justice is corrupt. We've seen it. Uh, And they love to come after Republicans, even when it's so hypocritical and they don't go after Democrats for the same thing. But uh, we know they're going to continue to be corrupt as long as the Democrats are in charge. They were even corrupt when Trump was president and tried to take him out. So yeah, You anyway. know what?
1: That's that's a really good point. And I'm really glad that you're actually talking about this because the weaponization that we are seeing yep. of our Department of Justice, yep. there's so much more we could do if we had people like you in these types of roles. I mean, like, yep. I love you as a congressman. I think you're fantastic. You know, you know, you know, Congress, you know, the halls of Congress. There is nobody who gives a tour of Congress better than you. You are fantastic on Capitol Hill, you know, and you're always fighting the good fight, even when it's not popular. And I think the state of Texas would be really lucky to have you.
0: Well, you're so kind. (laughs) Thank you, Linda. Let me tell you, though, some people have said, well, I hate to lose your voice in Congress. Well, I had been concerned about that in prior years. But November of last year, holy cow, Linda, we got so many great stand-up people and so We need more. We still yes. need more. Oh, absolutely. And I think we're going to get more uh, a year from now. I think we're going to have some more great people coming in. So that's all good news. And uh, so uh, unlike several years ago when I stood up alone and said I didn't think John Boehner should be the speaker and nobody else uh, joined in, uh, we've come a long way from those times. Now we got lots of people that will stand up and call out a Republican leader if they're not doing the right thing. So anyway, I'm encouraged with all the good people. In fact, uh, January of uh, early this year, while President Trump was still in office, I get a call, and I look, and it may be the president. And I answered, and he said, Look, I've got some people, some freshmen over here in my office, just got elected, and they— they said, I asked them who was their inspiration. They all said, You. I said, Well, let's call Louis. Oh, so, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's was, really cool. i was really touched. But, uh, but we do. We've got some great people. But for them to say I was their inspiration was, was well, really I'll tell you passion. another,
1: another funny story for the audience since we're chatting here for a second. When, oh, I forgot
0: the, there's an audience.
1: Yeah. You know, they're here. They're listening. Yeah, they're, they're always listening. Um, but in all seriousness, there there was an amazing time when we were at Tony DiNapoli's. This is going back, oh gosh, I don't know, five, six years ago. One of the times you were guest hosting, we're all out in Times Square, having a great time. And we're walking down New York City streets, and I can't, I thought it was hard to walk down the street with Sean. You were getting stopped every three seconds. And people saying, <laughs> Congressman, we know you're not our congressman, but we just want to thank oh, you so much for fighting the good fight, sir. It, and I mean, that's got to be, you know, to me, to see that, I'm like, oh, So there is hope. People are awake.
0: Not everybody's asleep at the switch, you know? There is hope. There's something
1: to be said for that.
0: And I'll tell you, one of the most discouraging things I hear is when I'm talking to other members of Congress, they're Christians, they say, Louie. You don't have to worry. God's in control, but there was a preacher in, in is in Denton, Texas. Tommy Nelson, and Tommy said one time I was listening to a Bible study on CD. He said, "Yeah, God's in control, but just because He's in control doesn't mean He wants you to lean on your shovel and pray for a hole." Yeah, and exactly. So he's given all of us tools. He expects Can we help, us to use the tools we got. One hundred percent. Everybody listening has tools that they can use uh, to to help save this country because uh, we can perpetuate it for a few more generations, and hopefully those generations can perpetuate it. But we're beyond the norm for a republic. Uh, we're setting records here every day, but we yes, have we are got to get back to basics so that we can save this this freedom that has existed for coming generations and that's why i'm in office but Linda, so, tell us
1: again where can we find you
0: <laughs> okay gomert.net, g-o-h-m-e-r-t dot net and i appreciate any help i can get thanks so much and
1: what's Linda. and what's the phone number sir
0: <laughs> that one i don't know but it's you
1: can 800-941-7326, 800-941-7-326. That's oh you're oh, 800-941-
0: sean yes yes i thought you were talking about yeah the new campaign uh, 800-941-SEAN, and that's S-E-A-N, or 7326, or last four. But come on back. We're going to be taking your calls. Breaking news straight from the source. Sean Hannity talks to the people involved in the big news stories every day.
1: Sean Hannity.